Ariel stared at the package, perplexed. The return address was Shadow Chaser, 107 Walnut Lane, Mentor, Kansas. The cancellation stamp said Selena, Kansas. Nothing rang a bell. She had no family or friends in that part of Kansas. None that she knew of anyways. And none of her friends ever used the moniker Shadow Chaser. She double-checked the address. Ariel Seraf. 420 Hancock Street, Bancroft Apartments, Unit F8, Los Angeles, California, 90031. That's definitely me. She tweaked her mouth and raised her eyebrows. Weird. She dropped the package notice into the trash receptacle stationed next to the wall of mailboxes, placed the parcel box key inside the parcel box, and shut the door. Then she turned her attention back to her mailbox which was still sitting open, retrieved her mail, closed her box, returned her mailbox key to her purse, and headed toward her apartment, her eyes nervously scanning the area for the packs of youths that milled around aimlessly most afternoons and every evening. Her father, her dear papai, disliked her current living situation, an older, edgy neighborhood east of Chinatown. He constantly reminded her that she could afford better. True, she could afford better, but she had her life mapped out. And the first thing on her list was buying a homestead in the San Gabriels. She longed for an orchard with fruit trees, a garden, a few chickens, a hand pump, and a wood stove. Living here was part of her plan to get there. Alas, things weren't going quite like she had planned. Property values were climbing almost as fast as her savings account. She sighed. To her relief, she saw none of the gang-looking types, who made her nervous, not even at the basketball court or the soda machine by the laundry room. She relaxed her pace and turned her attention from scanning for potential threats to surveying the monotony of her surroundings. The dreary exterior of her building near the southeast corner of the complex was indistinguishable from the other buildings. The three dozen time-worn brick buildings, one apartment deep and three stories high, were clustered around courtyards of trampled grass and aging concrete, like gaunt elephants at withered waterholes. Though the scene was as familiar as the back of her hand, it was awkwardly foreign. She didn't feel at home here and likely never would. She turned up the sidewalk to her apartment, which was in the middle of the building on the second story bounded up the stairs to her landing, and leaned against her door, pinning the package with her belly. While holding the doorknob with one hand, she inserted the key with the other and tried to turn it. Rats, six calls to the manager and I still have to fight this doorknob. If I ever have a guy in my life, he's going to be a fix-it kind of guy. Once inside, she set the package on the kitchen table and inspected it. Who is this shadow chaser? She opened her laptop and searched the white pages for the return address. Nothing. She searched again for a walnut lane in Mentor, Kansas. Again, nothing. She brought up a map of Mentor, Kansas and looked for Walnut Lane. There was no such street. In fact, there almost was no town. The address appeared to be bogus. She examined the package once again, looking for telltale clues that she might have missed. Aha, uh-huh. there was no handwriting on the package. Both the address and the return address were printed on computer-generated mailing labels. She suspected that whoever sent the package didn't want to be traced or identified. 
Shadow Chaser probably didn't even live in Kansas. She removed the brown wrapping paper and uncovered a shoebox. Christiane Louboutin pumps, size seven. Probably not a guy. She lifted the cover and peered inside. It was stuffed to overflowing with wadded pages from the Selena Journal. Under the wadding, she found a folded manila envelope with the word rogue glued on, a single R and O-G-U-E. They appeared to have been cut from the covers of women's magazines. Probably Red Book and Vogue. That's another one for a woman. She opened the envelope with a scissor tip and dumped the contents. A single DVD and a several-page type letter, neatly folded, spilled onto the table. Intrigued, she unfolded the letter and read the top page. It was a cryptic note. The social was boring. We sat on swings under the stars, swapping stories. We laughed at conspiracy theories. We talked about end-of-the-world scenarios. We shared directions. You were headed for sky time in the Golden State, I for computer time in a cubicle out east. We shared ambitions. My pursuit was TNOs. Your life focus was NEOs. Here's an NEO you may wish you never heard about. Ariel smiled. The who part of the mystery was solved. Kind of. Shadow Chaser had been a classmate at California Institute of Technology, Caltech for short. They had shared numerous classes, starting with Astronomy 101 during their freshman year, but they had never been close friends. Both had a passion for astronomy and were exceptionally bright, straight A's from junior high through their graduate work. Both had obtained a PhD in astrophysics. She could see her face clearly, but she was drawing a blank. What was her name? The name was trying to claw its way out of her subconsciousness. Irina. Irina Kirilenko. The memories came flooding back. Their differences went far beyond the fact that Irina had focused on trans-Neptunian objects while she had focused on near-Earth objects. They were different, like princess and hippie chick. Irina was religious, some kind of evangelical. Ariel wasn't religious, though she was culturally Jewish and attracted to Eastern mysticism. Irina didn't drink. Ariel did. Though she had grown out of the party scene before the end of her sophomore year, she had continued her little indulgence every Friday night with the Rat Pack, as they styled themselves. The five of them studied, laughed, and sipped bitter liquors like Retsina and Vermouth, in emulation of their favorite intellectuals and authors.